My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! Okay, then. What's his name? I don't have one. His name's... Snacks. What? Snacks? Uh, I mean, Scooby. Middle name? Doobie? Last name? Do. Scooby-dooby-doo, where are you? I need some help from you now. Whoa, what a rendition. Okay. Oh, this is Pop Horror Review. I'm Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. And today we are talking about Scoob. Is that that's not nice. I tried to do a Scooby Doo accent. I don't uh, know what that was. <laughs> Scoob. I don't know. I tried. I, so we, Jimmy tried. We all tried. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta get into the mindset. <laughs> I wasn't get ready. Into the mindset. <laughs> you need to get into the mindset I need to get of Shaggy. The mindset of. Oh, hold on. Scoob. No, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Red room. Yeah, that was horrible. Okay, that was Scooby, not Shaggy. I know, but I, I, yeah. Now do Velma. Science. Jinkies. Daphne. Whoa. Wow. What, what, she, what, I thought I'm, she says... I'm in distress. Oh, I thought she... Did she She was saying jinkies in this movie, wasn't she? No, Velma says jeepers. jinkies. Jeepers. I'm sorry. She was saying jeepers. Fred, should, Fred said jinkies in this movie. Everyone said everything because this isn't a real movie, but whatever. Um, it's not a real movie. The drink this week is called The Zoinks. It is tequila, ginger ale, and cranberry juice. It was good. But yeah, so Scoob. I don't even know where to begin with this movie. Uh, it starts... Or, let's, did you like As it? Babies. Did you didn't like it? No, I did not like I it. I hated it. Kelly? I didn't like it at all. Ooh, this could be a fun podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, it, the opening starts with, um, you know, Shaggy as a depressed child. Hold on. Wait, hold on. What is what is Scoob actually rated? PG? PG, I think. Okay, because, like, I think we fall into another category where we don't know what this, who this movie was aimed towards at all. I think it was aimed towards children. Yeah. It There's some very children. adult jokes. There were some weird in jokes. They had like there was like a lot of like the Daphne pop- joke. Which Daphne joke? When she, when they were talking about alcoholics and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. And like then, I was like, kids aren't gonna know what the hell that means. And then there was that weird Hemsworth brothers joke, and I was there like, there was. Yeah, when he was like something about something, someone said Fred looked like attractive or something, and he's like, like a Hemsworth, Chris or Luke? Oh, it doesn't no, no, matter. No, no, the the villain said like a Hemsworth brother, and he goes, Chris or Luke? It, it matters. And that's why I was like, "What? This is weird." I was like, "Once again, what?" Did they have the gonna... weird, the weird cop scene? Yeah, that was really uncomfortable right. for me. Okay, but yeah, they also let's go back to what Jimmy's saying about how sh- they did like a they did like origin a, like, thing, you know, origin little origin thing. Which actually, at that point of the movie, I was like, "Okay, I'm enjoying this." And it was like funny with Scooby, and all of a sudden they go to Shaggy, and he'd be like, "I have no, I have friends. no friends. Let me make a pile of sand, and these are my friends now." Oh, and I was he's like, like oh, "Hey no. guys, thanks for coming to hang out with me." I was like, "This is." so sad like yeah what? it was like really sad because i was just like how did you get to this point shaggy also what time period is this taking we were trying to figure <laughs> out the same thing because my brother's like it's the 90s and i'm like but it's also an iphone i was like wait what like he had a full out like touchscreen like modern day phone and then we fast forward and they're like adults so so i'm just like either scoob is like in the future or just like yeah i have no yeah, freaking I, idea but the when to me it was the origin thing which at first, I wasn't a fan of, but then the more the more the movie happened, the more I liked it because the rest of the movie started going downhill. But like, as soon as they started doing the theme song in the movie, which I didn't think they sang that well, but it was a weird like rendition of it. But it was from the, the original. No, movies. I liked the song, but it, the way, I don't know who sang it, but they did it. Wait, Kelly's version was better to me. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, like whoever did the the remake of it, you know, just like with Ghostbusters when Fallout Boy did. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll find out if you'll, you're gonna call it. It like wasn't that great. Yeah, but I don't consider this a Scooby Doo movie at all. Exactly. I was literally all, gonna be. This is not a Scooby Doo movie. They literally chucked that out and were like, let's make it like the Scooby Doo theme song was recorded by Best Coast. What the hell is, the hell is that? I don't know. But Sorry, Best Coast. We didn't like your cover, yeah, but we're not saying we don't like you. Yeah, I don't, we, we don't, know we don't even are. know who you are. So yeah, we don't even know who you are. We're very sorry. But before we move on, let me just say, let's just say the plot. Scooby and the gang, because it's not really a Scooby Doo movie. Soon you know what's happening. Um, Scoob, Scooby and the gang face their most challenging mystery ever: a plot to unleash the ghost dog Cerebrus onto upon the world. Cerebrus. 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 Whatever upon the world. Cerberus. Cerberus. As they race to stop this dog apocalypse, the gang discovers that Scooby had has an epic destiny greater than anyone imagined. Where on earth would someone think that's a Scooby Doo movie? But that was never their plot line. It's not even that, but I also just like I felt like they missed all of the characters. Like minus maybe Shaggy and Scooby. They got I feel like they totally like just didn't follow any of the normal characteristics of no, any uh, of like Fred, Daphne, or Velma. I mean, Velma they kept smart. Um, I'll be honest, I don't have an issue with it, but I didn't know Velma was suddenly Hispanic. I know Gina Rodri- Rodriguez is like. I think they did it because she was voicing. Her. Is voicing over her. I have no issue, but like I don't know if anyone else would. But like it was when she was like speaking Spanish, she's like increíble. I was yeah. like, what? Why aren't you saying jinkies? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then Daphne had Amanda Seyfried had no part in this movie. The she three did of them nothing. really were barely no. in it. It Fred, was Daphne, and Velma were like barely in. This and it's movie. so like I'm like, why would you split them up? First of all, like what is happening? No, that never works in a movie. You never split the people up, and it somehow is an amazing movie. Also, I thought it was like really sad that they had Daphne dressed up in the beginning as a child as Wonder Woman and. She she was still like a freaking like damsel in distress. I know, like running around. For and then Fred was so douchey in this movie; it wasn't even funny. For some reason, I don't know why. I thought when they were in Halloween, I was expect. I told Jimmy this. I was expecting them to be like uh, in all of a group costume. Ask me why. I have no idea. I was like, they all should have gone as some some type of group. Well, they could have. They could have been like, we're doing the seventies or eighties, whenever. But what if what if the what Ruth if Peter Ginsburg wasn't a thing until at least the nineties? So that's was what, it the nineties? She was put into the Supreme Court. No, I, it has to be modern modern day. <laughs> it had to have at least been in the two thousands because they had, it had no, a two- podcast. There's podcasts on it. That's true. Yeah, right? so I would definitely say late two thousands. Like when they did the thing with the 2010s. kids, yeah. The only part that I feel like they got somewhat right from like, but the, it was only it's only a ten year gap in between the two, so it could have been two thousand ten. Still ten years is a lot. Yeah, so That's it could true. be twenty two thousand ten. Now it's still running twenty. But here's the thing: I feel like. The part that in the beginning when they're trying to solve that like ghost thing in the when they were kids, that's the best part because that's the one that feels most like the actual Scooby Doo things, like even the live action or the cartoons. Like that's what it felt like the most. The person they unmasked for some reason, the mask was not as scary as the person's face. Anyone else realize that? No, because I didn't care. The man was like, (laughs) I thought he was like actually terrifying. The actual man they unmasked. Were you guys like confused why Simon Cowell was suddenly in this freaking movie? So I wrote some things down, like what I didn't like about it, and in all caps I said, "Why the fuck is Simon Cowell in this movie?" Like, like why is Simon Cowell in this movie? And like they even like went and did like the graphics and stuff like so detailed that like they even gave him chest hair. I know, and and, like they focus. He's not just in like one scene. He's in a couple things, and I'm like, and he's referenced a lot. I'm like, why is this? this What? Well, because he was supposed to like give money to the mystery ink. I thought that was so random. They're like, you need pots, and I'm like, are they? Wait, hold on. Are they a band? I was like very confused. I'm like, are they a band? Because why does he give a shit? He's like the group is so. I'm like, this isn't a boy like a boy band you're trying to form this isn't like maybe a it was made story. like the original script was made in like american idols 
X Factor days, and then they're just <laughs> like, like, let's just leave it in there. They're like, oh, we'll, we'll just leave it. Hopefully, no one notices. It was just like so weird, and like I honestly, I actually was okay with the beginning, and I was sort of into it. Um, Jimmy and Matt actually, if you guys are whatever, they watched it before me, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll actually like it. And then like Simon Cowell showed up, and I was like, no, just. <laughs> Just absolutely not. And like, then, what am I watching? So then the Simon Cowell thing happened. I was like, oh, this isn't good. And then they decided to make it. A, they decided to make Scooby Doo a superhero movie. And I was like, this is so like they t- they add they put the Blue Falcon, Dino Mutt, and whatever the girl was, Carol Dee Dee. Was that her name? Mm-hmm. Okay. And and then they were like, let's you let's focus more on them than Dalf- Daphne, Velma, and Fred. And I was like, they basically were just like, let's bring in all the other Hanna Barbera characters because well, I like this Dino is the Mutt. Be, this is the beginning of the Hanna Barbera cinematic universe. Like I like Dino Mutt and stuff like that, and I was just like, oh, cool. But then I was like, I feel like they like they focused else. too much on. It. <laughs> they tried to put they tried to mesh them all together too much. Like the Captain Caveman thing, sure. Like he had a little part. That wasn't there. He was barely in it, so that's fine. You can introduce him like that to put a different character that's not Scooby-Doo just to try and set up like a universe thing, I think was a bad move on their part. No, yeah, it was pretty unnecessary. Also, did like, anyone else hate Blue Falcon? I thought he was the most annoying character I've ever met in my life. A voice by Mark Wahlberg. Exactly. One of the worst actors in Hollywood. Is he? I hate him. Oh, really? I think he's one of the worst actors in Hollywood. Sorry, I only Mark. liked him in Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. You like the fighter? No, I hated him in The Fighter. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I like Mark Wahlberg. It's hit or miss for me, though. It depends on what he's doing. Yeah, it wasn't that he voiced him. I just thought the character was so annoying. I was like, I wanted him to, like, shut up every five seconds. I'm like, can you just stop talking, please? Oh, yeah. Like, he was okay. But, like, the thing is, is that, like, once the Simon Cowell thing happened, I realized that this was going to become, like, the most generic movie ever. And it's, like, literally, basically, what is it? every live action scooby-doo movie and like can't like they think of anything different like besides highlighting the fact that shaggy and scooby don't have like a defined role because like yeah. that's what happened in what i think scooby-doo monsters unleashed because i think they let all those the monsters out yeah and they were like let's try and be fred let's try and be daphne because i remember scooby was wearing her go-go boots <laughs> and then you know they were trying to do all these things and i was like we already saw this like this was unnecessary like come up with a better idea i, was... I also hate the supernatural elements in it in which one scoob oh wait wait this is so what, weird what, what mean the supernatural i don't remember that the part. cerberus stuff? oh that oh that the whole plot oh yeah i agree with you but i just that's like, the thing. like hated it i feel like i mean i love the live action ones and i th- i mean like they literally just, I love they those. just like raised me they just got raised up like by 50 percent or 5,000 percent after seeing this one and literally like they they did it well they, they had it where everyone kind of like they all kind of almost broke up and then they went back to when they were kids and i'm like oh, okay that and that's where i thought they were going to do sort of like they were going to reference them being kids again but then they never did and then it kept getting more and more superhero-y and i was like you're literally you're tanking this movie so badly that now i'm like i want to go watch the cartoons and i want to watch the live action ones to like erase what i just watched the only an hour and a half too it wasn't that long it felt like forever really i was did. like i was like oh my god can i please fast forward but then i was like i can't fast forward because i don't know what the hell's going on <laughs> the only thing i would say that it was like a funny like random joke thing that they did was when shaggy and scooby sang when scooby and shaggy sang shallows for some reason, that made me laugh a lot. Really? Oh, I, I didn't that went really, on way too long. I didn't laugh too long at that. And then I was also very confused at why they were making a dick joke. Really? They're like, what's the your name? The entire time. Dick. They're like, what? My name is Dick. Oh, yeah, what? that's true. Dick. And I was just like, is this a children's movie? Because, like, you know, they're not going to understand that Dick is, like, a reference to, like... A dick? A dick. <laughs> I didn't even... Oh, that went over my head, too, because I, I guess I just wasn't paying attention at that point. 
like they just kept repeating it and i was just like what is going on i mean i guess it's like i guess like the first scooby-doo live action movie that was supposed to be way more adult and it obviously has more adult themes but that like they got away with it a well, lot that was better, originally though. written as an r-rated film and then, then james gunn. gunn was there were like I love, no no I you're not doing that i love all the deleted scenes i really love all the i mean from the live action one of they're so funny is named mary jane like it the whole movie is just full <laughs> of adult fishy. references yeah, like, uh, if you guys, if you guys, for the live action, if you guys want to watch the deleted scenes, like, they're on YouTube, it's just, like, it's such a different movie, and, like, you could see how good it would have been if it was rated R. Yeah. Not that it's not good, but it's, like, it would have been even better. Like, I told Jimmy after we watched the anime, like, the, this one, like, the 2021, like, I was, like, the, a thing popped up saying, oh, watch whatever they're trying to do, like, whatever they were doing, uh, like, the another cartoon version. And I was like, oh, can we please watch this so I can, like, erase this movie out of my mind, please? Because it, it's just, I, it was so bad. The only good thing about this movie was I I do think Will Forte did a good job as Shaggy. I thought Will Forte I don't know. and Ken Jeong I liked, too, as Dynamite. Yeah, but everyone else was. But then once I, fa- I thought he was doing, I thought he did well as Shaggy, but then I read that they act. I didn't realize that Matthew Lillard, after, um, I can't remember the original voice actor for Shaggy died. Uh, Casey Kazem. Yeah. Once he thought he was voicing him now, and I didn't realize that. And like Matthew Lillard was like actually super mad they didn't A cast him. A lot of the original voice cast members were pissed that they weren't asked to come back. But I, like the person who played Daphne said she was really upset. Great Delisle. Yeah, they didn't ask her to come back. I guess anything, at least. Yeah, no, yeah. no. They wanted, she, she's been voicing Daphne in all the movies, the animated movies and stuff. I think if they maybe got all the people who were voicing them again, like the original, like the, or the, the ones who have been voicing them for cartoons, I feel like maybe I would have liked it a little better because, like, nostalgia e wise. I but, actually didn't like Will Forte as Shaggy. Oh, really? I preferred Matthew Lillard because he sounded like the original Shaggy. No. And because Will Forte has this habit of when he's talking that, like, I don't know, he devolves into this kind of baby voice whenever he's doing his voice. He's like, what are you trying to do? And I'm like, Shaggy oh, yeah, doesn't fucking sounds like that. But I will but like, I will say once I found out that Matthew Lillard was voicing him for all this time now, I was like, oh, they should have gotten him. That makes more sense. Also, I loved him in the live action one. So it's like, it's a win-win for me. And I felt bad for him because I'm like, the dude's been doing it for how long? And like, you can't just be like, oh, do you want to do it? They didn't even like come to him at all. No, yeah, no, they were all upset. I think the only one they asked was Scooby. Well, yeah. The voice of Scooby was the only one they If they back. changed that, I think people would have been like, well, he doesn't even sound like, if you changed it a little bit, and someone tried to like re- recreate it, it i think people would have like actually been really upset no but well but. yeah like i could tell that in shaggy and then i feel like zach efron was like trying to emulate freddie prince jr's live action like with the way fred spoke and everything so i was just like you know i'm very i'm not really happy i like i hated fred velma and daphne i'm not gonna lie well that was the voicing wasn't even the like, to me that wasn't an issue because they were barely in the movie so like you don't even focus on them which was well, an not issue so much in the itself. voicing but they're just like the characters themselves i just yeah. didn't like them at, like at all I, I think maybe may, maybe they were in it more I, I don't know but also fred didn't have his ascot until he quote unquote suited up is what i call it he literally the mystery machine they destroyed the mystery machine so i was like that's not cool and then Since he, when was fred like so obsessed with the mystery machine exactly <laughs> to be honest. and then he literally did like a captain america moment had like a, the hubcap part of the, the mystery machine shielded up and then got his ascot and then i was like uh, what like what well, this isn't the 70s anymore you can't have ascot in the 70s why not we don't know what time period this is so you might not as well go that, all out but what was the ascot gonna do okay was what was it gonna do his neck protect his neck for, in nothing style. <laughs> protect his neck because like you know like 
an ascot is completely impenetrable. Like no knife, <laughs> no no rockets, nothing can explode an Vel- ascot. Velma designed a very um, technological ascot where it's actually <laughs> bulletproof and knife proof, and it's like you can you can do a lot of things with it. It's tricked out. Though Kelly, fun fact: you know who voiced the uh, the bowling alley employee? Who? Who? The uh, Maya from Pen Fifteen. I was <gasps> like, who is that? And I was like, oh, that's who. I think you're gonna say like Joe. Oh my god, Maya oh. Ishii. Ishi Peters. Ishi Peters. Maya Ishi Peters. Yeah. I, I actually, miss Pen 15. I don't actually know what her real name is. I think it's Maya something. It's like Eskimo or Eskino. Something with yeah. the E and the S. Did anyone else realize? Did anyone else get Despicable Me vibes with this yes. movie? As with like the, with yes. the, the, the score and, and the minions and like the score with I it? I actually like the villain Intensely. score. Because it got a little techno-y every time. They, they took whatever the score was but made it a little oh, more oh. techno-y. Exact. That's the one thing that I can say. This actually a really good soundtrack minus the score. I was like, the soundtrack's actually pretty dope. I don't remember any movie. of that. I don't remember any of that. I liked like most of the songs they played for the soundtrack, but then I was like, this is really weird that they're playing this in a Scoob movie. Well, that's maybe Scooby-Doo that's why movie. I wasn't actually because it was more like rapish type like music. It was know? like trolls. <laughs> trolls, but also like Despicable Me. Whatever the score was for that is what I was thinking. That's why I was like, what is what we? They even to... like referenced his little minions. Yeah, and I was like, and then I, and then like one of them like then there was the vacuum one, and Jimmy got very confused. Jimmy was like, I was like, what's super vacuum? At the very end, he's like, why is that one of a vacuum? I was like, Jimmy, do you remember the whole scene where he's like, I gotta teach you a lesson and put the vacuum head nope. on it? And Jimmy's like, no. I was like, okay, this is. A great movie then yeah i like kind of like didn't pay attention to the beginning of the movie because i just had like absolutely no interest at all yeah, yeah. and that, it's just there's so many things that the ending though i did feel i did feel a little feels in my chest well, when I, um i literally told jimmy oh sorry finish your sound i'll say it when uh you know shaggy or scooby had to decide who was going to basically sacrifice one another because basically so Dick da- we haven't even explained this part. Dick Dastardly went like made a portal thing and his dog friend, I forgot his name, but like, like everyone or something. That was, he was mut- terrifying. You guys like like I don't remember his name, but most people will know him as like he's this like shaggy dog and he laughs like <laughs> Yeah, no, and he's got like a and like covers face. his mouth. And, and he stuff. says like the way he talks is like very specific. Yeah, so like he went to go get treasure from this portal he created, but then they realized it was only a one-way um, trip, and he couldn't get him back. So this whole thing was about him getting his best friend back, which was this dog. So they had to open up the gates of hell. I'm very surprised yeah. they used the word hell in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Was he too. was like a um, he was the key Alexander. because he was Alexander the Great's dog's like, like last long descendant. lost descendant. Scooby Doo was. Scooby Doo yeah. was, yeah. And no, I was. So, I, I thought you were talking about the very, very end, but I, that part did give me a little bit of feels. But I was just like, also, I'm like, this is really deep for a kids movie. Like, they're gonna like sacrifice themselves to hell. I'm like, also, I didn't realize if Dick Dastardly was he really caring about the dog or the money. They never like both. they kept, but like, I'm pretty sure it's the dog. I know because sometimes he would be like, he saw the dog, but he's like, oh, my treasures, my treasure. I'm like, well, do you care about which one? Do you care about more? I mean, at least to me. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. So basically, at the end, yeah, like Scooby's a descendant of Alexander the, the Great's Alexander dog. the Great's dog because apparently Alexander the Great <laughs> was able to make the gates to hell, and the only way to close the gate and stop the three-headed dog servers from like attacking and basically like killing people was that like one of them had to stay on the other side, or what we'll call it the spirit world because I don't remember what it was the called. The underworld. It was the underworld. The underworld. Yeah. So they were like fighting over it, and then. Um, Shaggy is the one who's like, Scoob, you saved me when I was little. 
So now I'm gonna save you, and he sacrifices himself, and it's a, it's kind of a. Shaggy was very depressed. It was very depressing. Heart, this, yeah, this in this version. So that kind of tugged at the heartstrings, but then you know he comes back like what two minutes later. And then the whole thing that bothered me was like usually Scooby Doo, you know, it's not so, it's not real. Everything always gets unmasked, and they figure out how they all did it. And this one, once the three-headed monster came out, the do- Cerberus, whatever came out, Cerberus, Cerberus. I Cerberus. Was, like, I was just like, okay, like this is just like this, you. It's not fake. You can't like unmask them. It's which what they did, which again they referenced Simon Cowell because obviously uh, you have when, to mention when, him when twice they, at least. When they unmasked it and it was Simon Cowell, I, I actually was like, "What the fuck?" And then they masked him. He's, he's like, and then it was, <laughs> the I was same like, guy. "What the hell just happened?" Simon Cowell's like, "If I'm gonna be in this movie, you have to reference me at least three times throughout the movie, oh beginning, God, middle, and end." I just realized we didn't even get into the. But we only touched upon it like the uncomfortable pullover with the cop that Jimmy was talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Voiced by Christina Hendricks. I was like, why did they get you for such like a small role? But okay, she probably knows someone. Basically, they get pulled over, and I guess this very, very attractive cop <laughs> comes and is like, you know, talking to Fred in like a sultry voice. And I was like, I've this is really uncomfortable. Like, what? It was just like it was very strange. That's why they got Christina Hendricks. She has a very good like sultry voice. Yeah, but I mean, and then she like unmasked, and Fred was like, unco- and then Fred, like, yeah, then Fred made like, is like, I don't know how to feel right now. I'm like, oh, this is weird. It was this movie's so weird. Oh my god, why? I was and just then- like, if, if it's like Game of Thrones, I don't know whether or not to cheer for John and Danny or not. Oh, true. And then and then I read, or Jimmy told me that like they're doing like the Jetsons and they're doing like the Flintstones and stuff. But this the, is a Hanna Barbera. But universe, the same guys the writing it, and I'm like, they're gonna ruin every single version of this. I think now. was it the Ugh. Jetsons is gonna be. Live action, apparently, oh really? Animation, it's like a mix. Oh, Betty was apparently an Easter egg in this movie. Yeah. I didn't see her. Did you see her? Um, there was a lot of Easter I eggs. I didn't see her. Was it? There were a lot of Easter eggs in this movie, but from other Hanna Barbera. I just the, the live action ones still hold a very dear place in my heart. Maybe because that's like what I, grew I up love on. live action Flintstones, and I love the Flintstones in general. They They're really... my favorite Hanna Barbera ones. My favorite thing is when the Flintstones and the Jetsons had a crossover. I like Scooby Doo. And Scooby Doo, yeah, but the live action ones, like I thought they, I thought the casting was good. I thought the story was like, it was like a crazy story. Like it was wacky and Scooby Doo, and Scooby Doo style, and they still had it was still like it still held true to the like originals. They didn't steer far off that much. Like James, you mean the live action ones? Yeah, the live action ones, and then like it's it was in similar form. I don't know. The live action ones were able to get Scooby on a plane by dressing him up as a woman, and if that (laughs) didn't work, but that was so funny though. Like when he dressed up as the old lady, that was funny, and then when he like I'll never even though it's in Scooby Doo Monsters Unleashed when he was like wearing the go go boots and Velma sweater, I was like laughing so hard. Is it the first one where they all switch bodies? Yes, I love that yes. scene. Oh my god, that was like, Fred's like, like obsessed I can with... look at myself yeah. naked. <laughs> and who he was Velma. He was Daphne. Oh, he was Daphne? I think so. I think Daphne was uh, Velma was Fred. No, Daphne was Scooby. No, Daphne I was Fred because she I mean, like was just like, I'm Fred again and then she like wherever she looked at that one, she's like, Fred keeps touching me. <laughs> oh, and then Velma was Shaggy. Yeah. And then Scooby was Velma and who Shaggy was Velma because he was like I've watched this scene multiple times before because he's the one man oh no that was Daphne (laughs) Shaggy was Velma he's like man Daph don't you ever eat (laughs) and then oh and the second one they had I think there was second one when they took the potions and like oh is it Shaggy who got like like became like this giant buff guy he's like Scooby is that we gotta do something that's the one with uh, Scrappy do right. I'm no, upset. that's the first one. The second yeah, no, one's scrappy. no, first one's scrappy because he's the one that planned the whole uh, thing. He was, he was, um, 
What's the second g- one has Seth Green? Who's the one with um that one that voices Zazu in the original Lion King and plays Mr. Bean? Ronan Atkinson. Yeah, so he was that. Remember, he was Scrappy was inside Ronan Atkinson. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then he turned into that huge dog and he's like, Scrappy Dabby Doo. See, once again, we're just we're, I'm just reminiscing about this the original the live action ones and I'm like I need to watch these now because they're because the live actions are so good. And then the second one, I loved how they brought back all the monsters. That's why I like the second one too. I know like the second one has its problems, but like the second one, it brought back all the monsters monsters like especially the ooze guy do you remember what i'm talking about yes. i keep making movements yeah. like no one can see what i'm doing <laughs> but i will say the best the what i they teased you at the end they're like oh there's this ghost ship with a sunken scuba diver it was, a, like it was a ghost tuna sh- cargo ship with a uh, ghost pirate and i was like sailor captain that a movie i want to see that th- that would be great why couldn't they make a movie on that because they didn't know what to do and they're just like let's just put scooby-doo and everyone in random situations that are dumb let's just make a bad scooby-doo movie and see what happens and then maybe maybe it'll be like one of those things like you know it's bad but it would just somehow like turn out amazing no. like the, no not, not turn out amazing but like the like the audience will so love bad it. it's good yeah exactly <laughs> which audiences are liking this which i'm so confused by that's because they forgot what good movies are i guess we're been, we've been in quarantine too many too long <laughs> this, this looks like a, this looks like an oscar-winning movie apparently to people yeah like our metric for really good movies because we're talking about scoob has a really high audience rating and extraction is the number one netflix movie well the extraction is better than this movie no yeah but it you is think not scoob the, is better than extraction one. yeah i would watch scoob over extraction again. oh no no i would watch extraction again but extraction is not the number one netflix movie i'm sorry like bird cages wait it's bird cage right now bird, box. bird, bird box, box is so much better the bird cage i know i think you're thinking of that like nathan lane Robin Williams no movie. i know no? what oh. movie i'm talking about but i said the wrong one but bird box is much better than extraction and then they bring then they redid they like the guy made him a new mystery machine it's like that's not the mystery machine that is some weird fucking futuristic car which we don't know what time we're in still once again yeah all, we don't know all, what time we're it's in it's all brian's fault didn't you say that was someone famous who you said brian was voiced by someone oh no mark Henry winkler was no him. was keith was just the guy in the spaceship saying sorry i dropped the balloons too late that was henry winkler oh Oh, you can't, oh I yeah, because I was, I was like, Brian's Mark Wahlberg. Also, was is Brian not not a superhero anymore? Is he just a DJ? I don't According know. to the end, who knows? Who cares? But I will He's a say, terrible superhero. I know. Oh my god! Literally, I wanted to be like, can we just like erase him out of the movie? Um, I wa- I wonder. Well, isn't Scooby Doo like the live action one? At least, isn't that part of the movie? Like, they're, they it seems like they're like not in the right time. Like, do you, like I think it's supposed to be like kind of stuck in the seventies. Isn't that the like, with the live action though too? They were kind of like that. Yeah, that was yeah. They were stuck in the seventies. But they did it very confusing. It was like a, when they did the Brady Bunch, then they were stuck in the 70s, but it was like the <laughs> 90s. Well, they did not I get that vibe. And they're all movie. singing in the mall, and they're just, people are like, what the hell? Get away. See, that would be funny if they like stuff like that. Like, but they, they decided... like, am I a rock and roll dude? <laughs> Shut the fuck up for a they, they made... They didn't even... Like, they were like... They didn't even like try to make jokes towards that. And I was like, you're missing like a part that... You can make a good they movie out of that. They made one joke. Which one? When the bowling alley girl was like... um. Oh, he it's, was like it's like what an adult thinks like a, a 70s teenager started, like, is going to be every like, sentence like. was like like or like like man but see that the, now that I'm thinking about that that could have been a great like plot for a movie something like with that with a Brady Bunch movies like you could just do it based Brady on making fun of it bunch. 
but instead they're like let's go super adventure and serious which i feel like a lot of movies nowadays are just like we want a lot of adventure and action we got to keep the kids it, track, it's not yeah, that the so. issue is that they're trying so hard to take these like properties that are well known and like translate them to modern day and it's like they don't need to be no you can put them back like, where they were when they they're came out they're so well they're well known enough that like it doesn't have to be translated to modern day like i'm like i don't think kids are so stupid they wouldn't understand what was going on in a, a scooby doo movie well that's that's the one thing i think studios get so get so scared that people are not going to understand it and then they're like but this doesn't seem relatable and i'm like just do what they were going to do originally jimmy was saying that dax shepherd was hired as a director at first I remember when that he happened. was apparently and he yeah. was like you know i don't do anything like this so yeah. i don't want to do this he, good he left the no to be honest with you i actually would have ra- rather that because i feel like he would have stayed more towards the original to be honest with you but i mean, I mean we, we can it, shit talk you don't know the law the live it's long day just it was not a good movie i know let's just rate it i'll give it a f- i'll give it a four give it a two and a half I was going to give it a four. Wow. Hold on. I got to do maths. Just for the nostalgia product, I couldn't give it lower than a four. Three and a half. Three and a half. You know what? That's good That's lower than Extraction. Good, because it's a horrible movie, Scoob. This might go down. It's not necessary. Do not watch this movie. I know. Don't. Unless you want to see something new, then watch it. Also, don't buy it like me and Jimmy did. Right. (laughs) Five (laughs) dollars more. I do not believe that you guys (laughs) bought the movie. Well, Jimmy was like, well, what if it was really good? And I was like, well, now I can watch it forever. But it was the opposite. They tricked us. <laughs> they did. I blame Warner Brothers. They tricked us. They only raised um, it $5 I more. I want a refund, Warner Brothers. <laughs> you guys should have just rented it. I'll send an email. Uh, excuse me, Warner Brothers. You tricked me into buying this movie, and it was terrible. So I want my... At least give me $5 back. <laughs> give me the $5. You made, you made the price discrepancy so little that I thought buying it would be worth it. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was not. But it just don't see, don't see this movie. It's terrible. It's going to go in my top five probably of or the worst movies. Or go in with no expectations at all. Do yeah, not have maybe. any expectations. I think if well, your kids I, don't know who the hell Scooby-Doo is... Scooby-Doo before, then You'll it. love it. Yeah, probably. Maybe that's why people are maybe, liking it. Maybe, maybe. Because it's been so long <laughs> since like people have seen it, and like the kids are probably liking it. That's it. We're gonna go on a, a low note right now because this movie's just I can't. Check us out on social media at Pop Horror Review. Check us out on our website www.poporreview.com. Check out Titancast. Just you know, if you're bored, you're in quarantine. Check us out. Check out all our past episodes. We'll see you later. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.